I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the only show on the internet to take place entirely within my kitchen. I'm Sebastian. <laughs> That's actually consistent. We've been doing that for a couple of weeks now. That's exactly right. And it's true. And the variety we're bringing you is this show for absolute silence. Mm. I'm Andy Schossler. Welcome. I got nothing funny to say. I'm Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And yeah, if you're joining us for the very first time on the Variety Hour, what we all do is we've all ventured off into the world and consumed some sort of media or something like that. And we're here to talk about it. Was it good? Was it bad? That's pretty much the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Alex is not here because, let me think. Is he off skiing on otters or something? I think today he actually <laughs> said he has a, like a little date night planned with his wife. That's quite cute. Because um, he normally can't make this day. Sorry, he normally can make this day as opposed to the other day they were recording, but he couldn't do this exact version of I this day see. because it was date day, as I, was what I think has happened. Although, as we're recording, it is Australia Day. Who goes on it a is. date on Australia Day? Maybe he's just drunk. Okay, that's <laughs> Like, true. that's fair. You just tell us you'll be drunk somewhere else. Like, that's is also that, acceptable. Is that a nice euphemism for for getting drunk? Just, oh, would you like to go on a date? <laughs> Wink. Um, I'm on a date night. <laughs> His wife and him go out quite a bit together. Not like a lot, like, holy shit, it's too much, but they go out quite yeah. often. So like it's entirely possible. Six times a week. Yeah, only as, how many days in the week are there? <laughs> Still? Um, all right, so what, what are we all bringing to the table today? What's happening? Star Trek Picard has released. Episode one, right? Episode, episode one. It's going to be done weekly. Excellent. At least it is through Amazon Prime. Do we know how many episodes they're doing, out of reference? Not a clue. So Don't, it's either 12, 13, or 24. Those seem to be the only combinations that shows come in. Too many <laughs> because my suspicions that it was going to be lackluster have been confirmed. He's an old man. He can't do things anymore. <laughs> no. Okay, I will... No, no, no. I will, I will concede. I don't think Patrick Stewart is bringing his aim game. And I don't think he has for a while. He's just saving it for later on. <laughs> Did you ever see... Saves all his aim material <laughs> for American Dad. Yeah, that's the one. Did either of you ever see Blunt Talk? No. no. He plays a character called Walter Blunt, who is a... Bit of a has-been talk show host, journalist kind of guy, like a very confrontational interviewer, like like, like Larry King. Mm-hmm. Gets people on his show and he's very provocative and done like that. So he hasn't hasn't had any wins and he's under threat from being, you know, fired by the by the studio. That's that's the first episode. That's how we're introduced to it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just an uninteresting project, if he just, you know, th- thought maybe it was going to be something different, but he comes off, you know, not not playing it very well, I didn't think. Like it, it feels like he's 
just phoning it in, right. phoning the performance in a lot of the time. And unfortunately, the portrayal of Picard, at least in the first uh, episode, feels like... Feels a bit like that as well? Feels like Patrick Stewart playing Walter Block, playing... Right. Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. Is that not what you wanted, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, think bringing back Picard was a good idea. I have not seen the first episode yet. I guess we'll go into details yeah. shortly, but I have not seen it. I am excited by concept. The trailers that came out never really made me like crazy excited, but conceptually, that's, I'm down for the series to exist. No, that's that's the show. The, the what the trailers show is 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 what the show is. Could they just not? And you're right. It's <laughs> not very exciting at all. Uh, well, that's sad. But I guess but we'll I'll get, get there. into that soon. Jordan, what are you talking about today? Uh, so my girlfriend and I decided a few days ago that we just wanted to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Wasn't much on. We went to see uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tour de Force performance in Doolittle. Oh, no. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> yeah. Why did you do that? Honestly, I wanted a Mountain Dew and some popcorn. So <laughs> I needed something to facilitate that. Okay. And I, I thought it'd be fun, if nothing else. I saw was was, was Jumanji two not not playing? I'd already seen that. Oh, right. <laughs> it was it was also fun. I don't yeah. mind those movies. I, I thought maybe this would be on you know like a similar pain to that. It wasn't. There's yeah, a YouTuber that I follow called Ryan George. I think you're yes. familiar with him, Andrew. Yeah. I have to find it. Very he, familiar. He tweeted out something that I want to I want to now verify with Jordan during his review of this film to if this is a real bit from this movie. Um, but we'll do it during your actual little chat about it. Because, it probably is. Um, this thing is fucking bananas, was In, what I read. Ryan George is the guy who does the pitch meetings. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll have to find it while we're, while we're looking through for stuff. But um, we'll, like I said, sure. we'll, we'll talk about that during the actual review so I can officially declare spoilers, <laughs> and potentially. And are you talking about, Sebastian? Well, I've got a double feature because I've been double binging two Ooh. shows. That's how that works. Um, I've been watching a shit ton of Buffy the Vampire Slayer because it's on um, Stan, which is an Australian streaming service thing. I don't know why it's called Stan. I've never stopped to think that. That's a stupid name. <laughs> Fucking idiots. And um, I've Stop also- Stop taking Australian networks. There you go. Yep, that works. And um, on Amazon Prime, I've been watching a bunch of House as well. Nice. So- yeah, I'll just be talking very briefly about that. But I mean, these are all shows that you should have heard of by now. And if you haven't, go watch Buffy immediately. <laughs> I've been dipping a little as well into nostalgia. And I've started yeah. watching Doctor Who again from the first series with Eccleston. The the first series of the... 2005 reboot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. It's good. The first three to four seasons of that show. I loved it. Fucking great. Yeah. It's pretty much... Oh, season even season five, the first Moffat one. Good season. I even, I even liked it into... Uh, the Peter Capaldi doctors. I liked Capaldi as the doctor, yes. but by then the stories were no longer being written with the kind of with with the same vigor that they were before. Fun fact: the season's currently airing, the new one. I haven't seen right any, now. any of the new ones here I've at all. No drive. I haven't. I haven't seen the last Capaldi series. Yeah, I have a general complaint about the last season. And it's because it's a woman. No, that's not. That's <laughs> not it. I don't give a fuck. On brand. Yeah. Um. They. Every season is the same. You tell you know, all your mini little individual stories and you slowly build up a background story to have for the season finale. Sure. It's very basic, but it works. It makes every episode stand alone while also giving you hints of what's to come. The, uh, the final episode of last season was just an episode. I was like, oh, and then I was like, can't wait for the, oh, that, that, no, that's it. You've just, that's the show done. 
There's no conclusion to a bigger arc. There was no bigger arc. There was no moment to like, oh shit, that's what right. that was. They, no, they literally just had a final episode of the season, but they didn't do a season finale. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh wow, so you actually just don't give a fuck. You yeah. just, yeah. and that really, and now I'm like, cool, there's nothing to come back from either. So I like, when this, I, my sister messaged me saying, do you know like three or four episodes in? I'm like, oh no, I didn't even realize that we had come back. <laughs> and that's fine. I might come back. If I hear good things, I'll look into it. Yeah. But, just when they filmed a season that was based around the idea of who fucking cares. Well, not me, buddy. So <laughs> I, I think I used to, I really did. Ah, what well, do you want to talk about Picard first? Star we'll start with your Picard. bad news before we get into mine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I watched the first episode with, uh, with my wife. She has seen Discovery, both seasons of Discovery. Uh, so far. Is season three coming out now or has been out? It's I don't even know. There's only two seasons so far. Being, okay, okay. So, I so hope season right. three is being made because I'm a Discovery fan. Okay. I haven't seen any Discovery and I'm not interested in it at all. It doesn't look enticing or exciting in, in, in any way. Do you like the Star Trek new movies, like the J.J. Abrams ones? Not particularly. Okay, they're very much yeah. like that yeah, kind of Star Trek. Exactly right. They're not our kind of old Star Trek. And that's the comment my wife made after seeing uh, the first episode of Picard. It's that this isn't... Star Trek, I completely agree with you, Andy. But what it is, is discovery like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. For the new fans who are being brought onto, onto Star Trek, it's going to a- appeal to them. Which it seems to be from the reviews so far. Like It's, it's, the, it's the older next-gen fans that aren't particularly in favour of it and don't have very many nice things to say about it. Uh, but newer discovery fans are saying, yes, it's exactly exactly what we what we wanted okay. and they're mm. kind of buying into it. So a brief rundown. I won't give away any spoilers. But we'll, go, we'll say so, spoiler warning just in case yeah. you're sensitive. <clears throat> if, you're, if you're force if, sensitive if to you, the if Star Trek wanna, <laughs> If you don't want to know anything, skip ahead a few a few minutes. It, it, it won't take long to talk about it. So we start off uh, with Picard is at his, his vineyard, uh, of course. He's got a couple of Romulans helping. He's, the slaves, I assume. <laughs> they're setting up for a television interview and we're told that Picard, after leaving Starfleet, has never taken a TV interview. This is the first one. And I didn't get the explanation of why he suddenly wanted to take an interview. It just seemed like a plot device to get the exposition going. The exposition is that uh, in the Abrams universe, Romulus, uh, the, the star around Romulus went, uh, went supernova. And so in an effort to relocate all the, all the Romulans out of there... Uh, Picard took the took the Enterprise and was going to do this massive re- relocation re- refugee campaign. Astra, sorry, question. So this takes place in the Abrams universe where time has yes. been changed. Yes. Interesting choice. Mm, yeah. Whatever. In theory, it, it's a choice. It, it's it's yeah. It's it's a choice, and that's fine. It know, doesn't. I'm just curious, like logistically. I mean. To be fair, they were so far removed. Would there have been much of a fallout in Next Gen from the changes in the original series? Because they, they cross over a couple of times. And I mean, like a couple of times, really, this character just, crossover. It doesn't really it, matter. It just means that the, the Star Trek movies, the Next Gen movies, and this TV show are no longer in, in sync. But you can you can still follow it through. It's it's where, where they move and to where they hit, to when they redo. It's actually weirdly clean for what it is because you can directly see... One timeline merging into well, the, another timeline. Well, the Romulans feature very heavily in Nemesis, yeah. and the whole point of Nemesis is that uh, Shinzon wants to wants to be the emperor and start this great, you know, Romulan uh, uh, 
rebirth and, and, and reconquest of the entire galaxy. And Picard is there to calm him down and say, hey, you're actually... Being you know, a massive dick. Yeah. yeah. We, we've been working Starfleet... The, the, the Federation has been working with the Romulans to come to this peace accord and that's exactly what we want. You know, your other Romulans want that. You're the one that's, you know, being this, this warmonger. Nobody else wants this, wants this war. Whereas if you destroy Romulus, all of a sudden that whole narrative now no longer makes sense because the Romulans are refugees. Yep. Anyway, that's the whole point. Uh, Starfleet disagrees with Picard that this needs to happen. He goes rogue and does it anyway. Evacuates all these Romulans to Mars where synthetics, uh, androids, um, do some sort of rebellion and you don't know whether it's... The, the, it's, a, it's a mystery whether it was programmed that way or if they just rebelled in their programming or whatever it was. Anyway, they... Is this the backstory to Picard, is it? So this has already happened before we as, get into it? This is as the interview is happening. All this exposition is coming okay. out. This is, this is all, the, all the backstory, you're right. And so the androids um, do this huge terrorist action where they blow up big chunks of Mars because that's where the Romulans are being relocated to, killing a bunch of Romulans at the same time. Uh, so Picard has this fundamental disagreement with, with Starfleet and he and he leaves uh, because he thought he did the right thing and that it was wrong to abandon the Romulans in this time of need when the, when the sun was going over. Uh, and so he now has a couple of Romulans working with him at his, uh, at his estate. Okay. And, and he's left Starfleet. And he, at the conclusion of the interview, the, the interviewer was trying to bait him into uh, getting emotional and doing something, and he, he, he doesn't maintain that same level of... It's not the same character, right? It's, I don't think it's Jean-Luc Picard. It's Patrick Stewart playing, you know, Gene Pickard or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of similarities, but it's not Jean-Luc Picard anymore. Is he still, like, stonewalling him emotionally, though? Because like, that's Picard's whole thing is that he's, he cares, but he will cut out most of his emotions <clears throat> to just do what you know, makes sense. He's, he's, he's the most, he's as close to a fucking, um, oh, I'm spacing, what's, what's Spock again? A Vulcan. A Vulcan as you get in humans because he's like, he's still, he cares, but he's just going to not be emotional. He's still principled, but after we're introduced to Daj, the, the character, um, the, the, the girl character, he immediately gets very emotional with her. The whole the whole first episode, and I hope this isn't the case for the for the entire season, but I have no reason to suspect that it will be any different, is very lazy writing because it, it hits you in the face with exactly what it's trying to tell you. It doesn't leave anything to subtlety. It doesn't have any sort of uh, um, integrity to the characters. It's just using all these names and using all these people to tell the audience exactly what it wants them to, to okay. think. Mm. And I think that's... A terrible shame that they're wasting that opportunity, wasting all this, all this good talent. It's very yeah. lazy, and it feels very stale. It's not exciting in any way. I mean, there's there's a bit of a reveal at the end of the episode, and of course, the the whole thing is the the setup to a larger mystery. But at the end of the episode, there's no excitement about solving that mystery at all. Okay, Nothing whatever. Your back, I don't. I don't care. I don't care about any of these people. Having not seen it, it yet, and I'm going to watch it. This, this is it's on my list. I would just I'm just so deep in Buffy right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love the the Next Generation movie. I'm um, sorry, series Voyager, Deep Space Nine never appealed to me. Just I didn't like it. But you know, I can watch those things. They were never exciting for me though. 
I just, I liked the world that it was in. I liked the characters. I was never like on the edge of my seat. Here we go. Maybe and exciting sounds, is the wrong yeah. word, but I'm not at all intrigued. No, okay. I'm not, I'm not on board with the mystery. I don't care if it gets solved or not. Okay, because like for me, yeah, Star yeah. Trek always hits one part of my brain that Star Wars just can't for me. Right. Whereas Star Trek makes me think and I'm always a bit I'm more in awe from Star Trek. Whereas for Star Wars, it's that it's that action junkie part of my brain that's I'm more excited about the actual yeah. physical clashes. Whereas in Star well, Trek, the, yeah, never. The tone of Picard is very much a non-thinking one. They don't want you to think. They, they want to be you, so yet, anyway. They, they want you to think exactly what the writers intended for you to think, and they're not leaving it to subtlety. They're just telling you what they want you to think. Okay. That's I'm, a terrible I'm going to give it a watch, probably not tomorrow, the day after, yeah. because, you know, Royal Rumble. But um, <laughs> it is. It, yeah. it comes off feeling very lackluster, very very lazy. Right. That's a pity. Yeah. I'm, sure the, I'm sure the acting must be good, though. Like, I trust that Stuart's probably doing quite well. I don't think so. And again, <laughs> I, no, it, it, it feels like to me, it feels like Patrick Stewart playing Walter Blunt, playing Jean-Luc Picard. Okay. Just cashing that paycheck. Okay. Well, I'm hoping that I have a different I, experience to it. I, I don't think he's insincere. I think it's entirely the production team that are yeah. driving it this way because that's how they want it to look. How's it, how does it look, by the way? Is it, does it look nice? It, yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. You know, it does have a high production value. Mm. That's that's for sure. But without a story, you can have you can have it looking as good as you like and who's going to care? This is really important. Does he sit down... In this mo- in this episode, at like the helm of a ship, and do- a for one, does he sit down? Is he ever like in command of a ship or sitting down to go somewhere in a dream sequence? Does he do the maneuver? No, Are you fucking kidding me. His signature line or a signature line, T. L. Gray hot. Yeah, he asks for T. L. Gray decaf because he's old. No. <laughs> No, Picard, even as an old man, refused to go into his treatments to, for the, the Eremotic Syndrome. Every time Crusher wanted him in mm. for, for a, a medical checkup, he would find a reason to, to you know, what, what's the word? Not offset it, to delay it yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and just put it off for another reason. Picard doesn't give a shit about his health because he's got principles that he's pursuing. Maybe. He has a mission that he's pursuing. His own health comes comes secondary to that. He wouldn't switch to decaf. The Picard that I know wouldn't switch. He would, you know, even defiantly, if somebody said, you really should switch to decaf, he would double down. Maybe <laughs> double Earl Grey. It's <laughs> double not, hot. Maybe he's not being <laughs> reserved because he's now health conscious. Maybe, and this is me without even seeing it, just a little pitch. Maybe it's just to show that he's lost that spark of adventure because he's been away from Starfleet for so long. Maybe he's not that a bald English French cowboy from the from let the last me, films. Let me sum up how lazy and unimaginative the writing is. Mm. He has a dog. Excellent. Picard has a dog. Is it called? What do you think it's called? Number one. Fuck off. Number <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what his dog is called. That's great. Why? Because I thought of it just then myself. <laughs> that's so <laughs> stupid. That makes perfect sense. That's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. What do you mean it doesn't? It's so stupid. I think that's Sam. adorable. Because it's his number, it's his, it's his best friend. That's exactly that. That's cute. I mean, I mean, bullshit if you called it data. <laughs> Fuck that noise. That's a terrible dog name. Calling your dog number one's great, Andrew. I don't I don't agree. I hope I hope I they, hated it. I hope they kill number one. 
<laughs> because it's a fake it's a fake TV dog. Well, from, from the trailers, Riker and uh, what what's her name? Um, Diana 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 Troy. Yeah, uh, they're in it, but they're not in the first episode. I hope Wheaton shows up. Because oh. he still acts. No, That'd be I'm, good. He's he's hosting some podcast where they're talking about every episode. Oh, okay. As, as they go along. I know that's his involvement at, at least, whether he shows up in, in the show. I don't he know. was meant to show I up in so. Nemesis and they cut his fucking scene. Yeah. You see the back of his head and I'm like, Wheaton. <laughs> but he's like a he's got he's gotten a lot and not that he was bad. Yeah. I I thought I thought Wesley was always great, but because you get to say shut up, Wesley. But like, don't you want that? Don't you want that callback? Out of all the callbacks you're gonna get, wouldn't you just love it? Like, no, oh, the shut show, up, Wesley. The show shouldn't be about callbacks. It shouldn't be but about things that we like about Picard. It should be about the character. Yes, I mean, it shouldn't be made at all. And Picard right? telling Wesley to shut that. up is very in character. Star Trek Picard should not have been the Star Trek show that CBS makes. Yeah, because why bring back a character? Unless it's in a cameo to tell a to tell a new story, you know, he's the admiral or retired, you know, consultant or whatever. It shouldn't be about Picard, but it is. And as long as it is, it shouldn't be about all the things we know he's famous for. Mm. It should be telling a story about Picard's next next stage. Oh. You know, he, he's retired, whatever. But they're just going to get him back in a ship. They're just going to get him back in the middle of the action, and it's going to suck. Mm. I'm curious. In the trailer. Um, I forget. Oh, his name's escaping me. This is terrible. Data. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not Data. I'm assuming it's, it might be B4 or it might be another Android that looks exactly the same. Well, They're in the a, trailer. As a result of the synthetic revolt or terrorist strike or whatever, synthetics have been banned. They call them synthetics. I don't... Androids. Yeah, that's, but they call them synthetics in this one. They've been banned. Are they different to androids or they just, they've just renamed them? Because... No, they've just rena- they're just calling them synthetics. So... Data is a synthetic. And he's so, an android, damn it. It's interesting. <laughs> it's 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 the Abrams universe, but Data still died. That's what I was going to ask. Saving, I was saving curious. Picard. So Data if, is dead. So it is before, probably, in the trailer. The no, replacement. No, no, it's Data in a dream sequence of Picard. Fucking dream sequence. Oh. It opens with a dream sequence. <laughs> okay. That's how you know you're on the right track. At least it doesn't end with a dream sequence ending. Oh, who that would f- be worse. Who the, That's who worse. Knows, who knows? <laughs> but starting with a dream sequence, just fuck right off. I'm not I'm not terribly opposed to start, ending with one is infinitely worse. And you don't need dream sequences at all. Oh, they can be good exposition points. No. No. They can. Don't. Tell us that he's being tortured through a dream. Find a creative way of doing it. Dreams are lazy. Because anything can happen in a dream because it's not really real. Yeah. So what the hell is the point? You're showing the, the point, inside, the point is The point is to convey that you know the character is being tortured by something and it's a lazy way of, of, of telling that. You've never... I mean... It, it, I'm I haven't not, seen it once I'm again. Not, I'm not saying dream sequences aren't functional. I'm saying they're a lazy way to do it. Okay. Well, I, and I would have, have expected to go see it. better from CBS. CBS but Alex, yeah. Alex Kurtzman is not the devil. <laughs> he works with Abrams, and it's a it's a it's a different animal. It's not the Star Trek that I know. Okay, well, I look forward to seeing this and having the opposite reaction. <laughs> I hope to you. Um, I have no dog in this fight. I look forward to ignoring Star Trek's existence further. Well, Jordan, our friend Sham watched it and was telling me all oh, yeah. about it last night. Nah, I can and um, he, he's the one that then then went off to watch um, Gemini Man right after. Right. I think this was the better one of the two for him. <laughs> but also, this was forty five minutes as opposed to yeah, twelve yeah. hours of yeah. whatever that was. <laughs> All right, well, mate, what are you doing to us? Doodle a little. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's so, so bad. I mean, 
there's a reason why it's currently projected to like lose a hundred million dollars. <gasps> Starring which no. kind of hurts. The most famous rich actor ever of all right. time, Robert Downey Jr. Like it, it this, cost this is more than a hundred million dollars to make. Yeah, yeah it was like hundred and seventy altogether, oh and God. yeah, apparently it was plagued by like a lot of reshoots, but it. I mean, to make it, it funnier. If for the, a do little project, if, yeah. If the prior, like before the reshoots, if it was not good, it, <laughs> like the reshoots sent it in the opposite direction. Like it's so bad. Doolittle killed Eddie Murphy's career for a decade. Yep. No, he had two. And, and Robert Downey Jr. And it killed his career for a decade. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> had his career do, resurgence, do. and now he's just going to sit sit real quiet for another ten years. The worse he does outside of Marvel means the faster Marvel gets him back. So this is fine. <laughs> and yeah, like literally, this is his first movie after like finishing up with Tony Stark. Right. So. It's probably going to, like Seb said, it's probably going to put a bit of a projectile onto the how do we bring Iron Man back? <laughs> yep. Um, is it, okay, is it is it so bad that it's going to be deemed um, da- Danny Jr.'s fault? I mean, that, I don't that it tanked, think does, does so. Does he well, do a bad like job it, in it? it? It can't be his fault. Like, his, his performance is not great, but yeah. I mean, I guess you can chalk that up to how it's written okay. and, you know, direction and that sort of thing. But it's... Yeah, I don't think it'll be his fault because ultimately if it was anyone else in the role, the movie probably would have done worse. Probably done worse, I guess. Yeah, yeah like, I feel like a lot of people are probably in my position. They're just like, oh, I like Robert Downey Jr. Okay. I've got nothing to do today. I'll go check it out. But yeah, it's... I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start with like what's wrong with it. Like it fails at just the fundamentals of filmmaking. Okay. <laughs> like, and like for something, like for a movie that's so busy, the plot is so paper thin and just doesn't okay. worry about trying to make sense anywhere. And like, it's just like, I can see why it costs so much because there's so much CGI in it because it's all obviously like mostly animals and stuff like that. But like, it, it feels like they didn't try. Can I read this tweet that Ryan George put out? Yeah, it's a two-parter. And I, I'll confirm or deny for you. <laughs> so he did say, okay. Um, this is a spoiler, but I need to share what I witnessed um, because I feel like I'm going insane. The climax of Doolittle is literally him pulling bagpipes out of a dragon's clogged asshole, after which a polar bear, voiced by John Cena, exclaims, Teamwork makes the dream work. Um, I can't confirm whether or not it's John Cena. I didn't pick up on that, but that definitely <laughs> happens. Jesus. <laughs> the remainder is accurate. And then he goes, oh yeah, and after he unclogs the dragon's asshole, the dragon is like, mm, now let me help you. And for a second, it seems like he's going to do something to his asshole, but thankfully none of that happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so like, yeah, that, so that's, that's all correct. Yep. Cool. Wow. I mean, there's, there's stuff after that, but that is where like the main area of the film climaxes, yes. There's a dragon in this film? I know this shouldn't be yep. my takeaway, but- yeah, yeah, there is. If you asked me to think of the most ridiculous- <laughs> plot for for Doolittle that wouldn't have even entered my mind and I mean that sounds like something that would have been put in during the reshoots to like oh we gotta make it more funny the, yep. the dragon has to have a clogged asshole kids love assholes <laughs> okay <laughs> it's famous <laughs> um, that's so strange yeah okay. it, I, like I don't know what I expected because I hadn't seen like a trailer or anything either I was just like oh yeah okay it's not good the trailer is actively I watched that and I was like wow that it looks so Bland. Mm. What was the plot for the original Doctor Doolittle? With well, say the say the original. I think there was actually one before that, but with the Eddie Murphy one. Well, he discovers that he can talk to animals. Yeah, but what actually happens? Well, he you know saves animals. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, give, see what I mean? Like, like, I, I, I know the plot I mean, in the sense that this I one this. has some yeah. kind of like connection to like 
the Queen of England. Like he's oh. yeah, like he's like, oh, like previously had like Sherlock worked kind of- for yeah, sort of. Like he'd previously worked for the Queen or something, and like he just gone into like hiding for like ten or fifteen years or something because his wife disappeared, and he's drawn like back into the public eye because nice. the Queen is sick. And for some reason, the animal man is the person that needs to fix her. I, I don't know. What a know. hot take on the royal family. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it just, it, like I said, it doesn't make sense. Like it, okay. There's a thinly veiled plot, but it's dumb and doesn't make a lot of sense. And everything else in the movie is not particularly good either. When I hear Doolittle, Robert Downey Jr. is not no. who comes to mind. Neither. You that. know who I'd love in this film? I haven't even seen it. But I would like to take out Robert Downey Jr. and put in. Oh no, I've forgotten his name. Um, Willem Dafoe. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I, I would <laughs> have enjoyed the movie scary. a little bit more in that if that were the case. <laughs> I'll have take him it. play it like he does Green Goblin in Spider Man. Oh, like, that would be brilliant. Fucking on edge and crazy. <laughs> Great. Uh, is there a movie coming out soon that I want to see actually it's um Lighthouse movie it's like him and Robert Pattinson ooh yeah. Robert Pattinson it's like a accent. yeah it's like all like black and white looks like it'll be pretty good I've heard good things well there we go guys I what? think it's screening at my local I'm probably gonna have to go check it out does the film that you saw mm. get, name like one redeeming quality about it like one good thing that you're like I'm glad I saw this because X the animals are cute, I guess. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's that's literally it. Disney Plus, $6 a month, National Geographic's on there. <laughs> yeah. I, like, you all if I wanted heartache. to watch cute animals, I would have just, like, I could have just stayed home and, like, just scrolled through Facebook and found something good. Yeah, like YouTube, just YouTube weird ocean shit. Those exact words and you'll find something cool. <laughs> oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, dude, it's like, like, I obviously it's like a movie that's probably you know, aimed at children, which, okay, but. Was it Disney? I don't think so. I think Isn't it about time we had a female Doctor Doolittle? Sure, yeah, right. Why not? <laughs> Fine, yeah, we've had we've had Robert Downey Jr. We've had Eddie Murphy. <laughs> this was not good. I mean, if they're gonna do another one, sure, give a woman a shot. Oh, Why not? okay. Big cast, so Antonio. Yeah, like there's a lot of people in it. Yeah, Antonio like, Banderas. I'm guessing they're all voicing the. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Sheen, Jim Broadbent. Emma Thompson, Rami Malek, John Cena was Yoshi. Was oh, Jim okay. Carrey in this one? No, oh, no, I'm thinking no, of Sonic. No. Sonic, yeah. He's, He's male, the, yeah. Like the main villain. Tom Holland. Really? Uh, Craig Didn't Robinson. Pick on his voice. The only one I picked up on was um, that dude who plays Pimento in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's like a fly or something. I'm like, oh, I knew his voice straight away. <laughs> yes, uh, Jason Mantzoukas. Yeah, that's him. This is actually like a shit. It's a really, really good cast. Yeah, uh, like it's Kuliak. understandable why there was a lot of money put into it to pay all these people. But yeah, it's it's hot, it it's hot it? garbage. I mean, I I mean, I think I paid like nine dollars to see it, but it was. Oh no, was it worth it to get all these people involved? Oh yeah, did, absolutely. Did that not. save it in any way? No, oh. like, like I said, there's like you recognize a voice here and there, but okay. overall, like no. I mean, no one else that is in like the physical cast is like even recognizable aside from Robert Downey Jr. At least not that I picked up on. Yeah. It came out on my birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Here's a fucking trash hole of a film. (laughs) Okay. Let me find the director, Stephen Gagan or Gagan or Gahan. I think it's Gagan. Sure. You should direct good movies first. Let me see what his name, what he's done before I. So yeah. Yeah, um, He did like, Syriana, which is like apparently like a really violent like movie. What a weird something. I, I don't know. 
I've like I've not seen any of his other movies now. That I look he at did it. write Call of Duty Ghosts in 2013. There you go. I've never okay. played that. I'm just naming that he's done. Did he wrote a Call of Duty game? I didn't realize I had writers. Really curious um, what Robert Downey Jr. has coming up that's going to redeem him for this. Well, he I'm produced this that. film, so he should be punished mm-hmm. twice yeah. for it. By the uh, well. I, I guess he's got Sherlock three. I guess that's I a safe bet to make some money. I don't like those movies. I'm, I don't like them either, but they'll they'll make money. I guess. Oh, Pinocchio. I've heard about that. Yeah, because it's Gibetto. No, oh, apparently he's in Black Widow. Okay. I don't. I really don't like those Sherlock Holmes films with him. I think they're trash. I don't think I've actually seen them, but they seem to do okay. So yeah, no, people I know really liked them. Um, they had the unfair comparison of they were coming out around the same time as BBC's Sherlock, which oh, was okay. a really good Sherlock for the most part. Mm. And it was just, whenever he has this like, oh, it's time to do the Sherlock thing moments, it always ends up being like a fight scene. So it's like, no, don't be the smart thing. Don't right. slow motion break down how to punch someone. That's, <laughs> that's an action movie. You should be doing brain stuff with your, anyway, it was just, weirdly dumb for a movie that should have been about someone that's very smart yeah. well yeah ultimately this movie is like it's a trash fire like if you're thinking about <laughs> seeing it don't even when it pops up on netflix like in six months probably just keep scrolling <laughs> to be honest like unless you want to feel like you've wasted two hours of your life right. eh, I'd probably give it a pass let's say uh, yeah fingers crossed uh old robert bounces back from this one it's it's not looking good <laughs> it does sound exactly like one of these straight to netflix adam sandler films doesn't it like from what we've just talked yeah. about yeah it it's, like it's not dissimilar well that's sad yeah. <laughs> well let's talk about a good sherlock i've been watching a bunch of house lately house is oh, he's good. a good doctor ain't yeah he? um it was really exciting so i'm gonna say just general spoilers for house um, did, you, did you start from the very beginning no i started I've, I've seen it all so i started i know but did you start from the very beginning no, of course not I started season four. Heathen. So, <laughs> how dare you not be a purist? Season four start and five. Season four. What kind of sacrilege is this? Easy. I wanted the new team. I wanted to see him pick the new team. Yeah, I like thirteen too. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> no, um, fucking Cutner. Um, yeah, Cutner's fun. Yeah. yeah. So all of them, Amber. Yeah, they're uh, all and, really um, good. Um, Taub. Taub. That's yeah. Right, yeah. I, I really enjoy the new team. Not that I didn't mind the old guys, but they were, yeah. you know. They're there to grow and be better that's the, later. That's the setup. You have I've to, you, seen it though. I know, but you have to put yourself through all that. You can't just join the story at the good bit. So my wife that's is like watching That's like fast forwarding me. through a film. Come yeah. on. No, the payoff is in having endured all the- I've endured the, it once. I spent not, my time in Azkaban. It's, it's not fine. crap. They're good mysteries. I didn't say it was crap. Yeah. I just- I wanted to do uh, <laughs> my my team, my personal team. How dare you. And also, sneaky Sep, um, I knew my wife would love Kutner. Okay. I knew she'd... Oh, had, had she not seen she had House not. before? Oh. So I got to watch her little heartbreak when he commits suicide. <laughs> got her good. Um, but it got an actual reaction I, from her. She was genuinely moved and really upset that entire episode. A lot of my favourite episodes are when he's assembling that new team. Yeah, they're great. The, yeah, the yeah. guy that didn't actually go through medical school, yeah. who was like really smart. Yeah. I love that character. I wish they Who in Stargate played um, uh, Carter's father. Thought I recognised uh, him. Okay, yeah. yeah. And he's done other stuff too. I watched. I saw him in something recently. Uh, oh, I, I watched the Swordfish the yeah. other day. Either of you ever seen that? Yeah, mm-hmm. years the and years ago. Yeah. John Travolta film where he plays a I've kind heard of, of like a bad hack guy. Wrestling, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, uh, Hugh Jackman. Gene Hag- I was going to say Gene Hackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. That's why. <laughs> Uh, yeah, plays plays a hacker hired mm. by uh, Travolta to do some stuff, and uh, he's in that. Uh, he's got an Italian name. Oh, um, yeah, right, yeah. And, and he play and he plays a cop in that. So a cowboy cop ooh, that gets people killed. That's exciting. 
Um, but yeah, watch through. So Cutton has committed suicide. We're watching House deal with that. The whole next season is him using, you know, getting into like real substance yeah. abuse territory and starting to see things. And there's that reveal, you know, that he imagined pretty much the last three episodes <laughs> of that season. And he gets institutionalized and yeah. stuff. I really like when they play with, okay, I always say this in Scrub. Do, do you know why he was, he was written out? Of the of the film, yes, I do. But if you yeah. if you like to share, I know story. because he went on to be part of Obama uh, administration, Barack Obama's administration oh. as some cultural advisor or something. Yeah, yeah, great, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I thought they 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 dealt really well with him leaving the cast and good little story wrinkle, and they have him every Certainly, now and then comes back yeah. as a hallucination. But I mean, like very very rare. I think he comes back once or twice in the entire well, show. Amber does too. Wink wink. Well, we've gone through all that yeah. as well, because um, House is in our version that we're watching. He's just come back to the hospital after leaving the um, institution, which was run by Raymond Holt. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who <laughs> cannot give a different performance in his life if he, if, if he needed to? No, absolutely. Um, he, not. Just, he just turns up the dial for Brooklyn Nine Nine, but it's the, it's the same like, guy. We were watching. Oh. He's so good, Andre Brown. He's so yeah. good. Fantastic Four Two. Yeah. He's in there as like the military suit that's there to like keep the Fantastic Four under his thumb, <laughs> and it's the same fucking yeah. performance. Yeah. It's so good. It's perfect. Why, why change something that works? Oh, it's, so, it's great. Um, but meanwhile, it's versatile. He's found the universal character. He can. He yeah. Can, he can do the Drop same me performance. Drop in any situation. It, I'm and good. It fits perfectly. That's that's the talent. But it's interesting when House is in the institution. One of the um, patients in there is Lin Manuel Miranda, who wrote Hamilton. He's like oh, the main guy yes. that he latches onto while he's in there. It is like, too. Yeah. That's right. Like, that's crazy. I forgot about that. Um, but that's what we're up to. He's just gotten back and he's officially now back running the team for like an episode. So I can't remember what happens after that. The parts in my brain that I always remember at house is cutting his death. He just keeps and- on fucking with Cuddy. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> can't wait. Oh, poor woman. Um, but I can't remember any of- Oh, I know Wilson gets cancer at some point. I think that's coming up still for me. Oh. Because Wilson, yeah. Gets, I don't remember that. Yeah, I think it's season six or seven. And I mean, on six now, but it's in the latter end. So that might be the season or the might be He has after. cancer or he's misdiagnosed himself? He, oh, I don't remember the end, but he goes pretty much under chemo in-house apartment because oh, okay. right. he refuses right. to do the recommended path because he doesn't like the risk. He'd rather just fix it or kill himself doing so pretty much. I can't remember how it ends. Yeah, neither. That's, why I'm, that's why I started so late as well because I want to get to the end and fuck, oh, Cameron's great. Doesn't, Chase is fine. Doesn't House crash his car into Cuddy's house or something? Maybe. Yeah. I seem to remember <laughs> something like, or maybe he's arrested for reckless driving or something like, or, or is that just sure. a standalone episode? Honestly, I can't remember. Where he's got that tete-a-tete with the, with the cop. He a cop comes into the he, because the cop has it out for him because House is such a I think that's early such a bastard is that early on oh is it oh, maybe I I'm just I getting confused it. with that yeah. yeah well that's me oh I ended up doing a bunch of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that I started from season two right because season one's fine oh no no we watched season one because we watched the master die no I watched that one from the thing so okay. I'm about two or three episodes off from the season three finale. You um, have to watch these things from the beginning no, to, get, yeah. to get the right to get the right mood. No, I'm fine. To get the like right you can't, flow. Yeah, you can't just like, jump in. Yeah, especially shows can. like House, like where it's so like runs like it runs all the way through. Yeah. Like yeah, I feel like that'd be right. Yeah. I did absolutely work out the formula to House, which is great. And I, I, of course, there's a formula. Nobody's hiding <laughs> that. No, no, no. I oh, know, but but you can break it re- really easily down to I'm going to do the thing 
no, don't do the thing. House does the thing. I did the thing <laughs> That's it. and it worked. Yep. Or it or didn't work. It didn't work, but somebody else did a thing that they weren't supposed to and that worked. Yep. <laughs> sometimes people just die in these stories. Like he doesn't he, he does not save everyone. And sometimes when he saves them, it's like, cool, well, we now know what you're dying of. End of story. You're still yep. dying. I just I'm just aware of the answer. <laughs> But it's literally him well being done. like, I want to do it. And kind of being like, no, that's Im- I, that, you can't do that. It's illegal. And I'm like, well, I did it. <laughs> I guess Whoops. I one time, insurance. <laughs> one time Cuddy does the thing that, that she stops the house Whoa. from doing and it works. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, so yeah, but Buffy, um, like I said, I'm just shy of season three's finale. Faith has gone crazy. You guys seen Buffy before? Bits and pieces. I've never watched it all the way through. I know it. I have mm. seen the musical episode. Great. And once I, more and feeling. I loved it. Yeah. But I didn't really get into Buffy. Yeah, well, they're good. They they have like they have the bad guys set up towards the beginning of each season. Yeah. The confrontation with them at the end. It's what Doctor Who used to do, where then it's all individual stories, and there's always say like spikes the bad guy for the season. Yeah. You'll have her plot going on, fighting the demon, and every a couple of you know ten minutes or so, twenty minutes, you'll cut to Spike doing bad things with Drusilla, and it's just working their little narrative. There's a forty five minute episode, so you just put ten minutes each time, dedicating and building up. It works very cleanly. I get it's it. Good. I just. Don't buy into the vampire thing. Doctor Who, I love for that reason. Yeah, it's and and the house for the same for the same reason. It's a it's a mystery that needs to be solved, and you know lives are on the line. I know Buffy's are exactly the same thing, but the framework of it being around vampires, I can't. Stand oh, okay. It. It, I just I just can't. It's around vampires. La- la- asterisk. <laughs> it's around demons. I know, I yeah. know, but I just can't latch onto it. Yeah, there's, there's nothing in it for me. Oh, I like mm. the characters. Nicholas Even Brendan's though, yeah, great. Um, Xander. Yeah. Alison Hannigan's good. Um. Anthony Stewart Head Giles is fucking great. Spike's great as well. James Masters he comes you know in and out of the series as a bad guy, as a right. good guy. Even David Boreanaz is really fun for why yeah. you get him before he goes off and does Angel. Angel I didn't like as much, but Angel was very much more mature as well. So I wonder if modern day Seb yeah. going back and revisiting Angel might like it more. See, I know him from Bones. Yeah, I, and Bones are like I knew him from but, that, this, but that's another but yeah. cop crime thing. I've seen a couple of episodes. It was fine. They're all yeah. pretty much the same. To they me, are, right? but yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But that's my life pretty much. And am I going to change things? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But I will. I'm, I'm on the Buffy train right now. I, <laughs> I did like two, because I had like a week off when I got back from Japan um, where I wasn't at work. So I just watched a bunch of house with my wife and I've, I've outhoused myself, which is why I've, <laughs> I've gone into Buffy because they've both got their formulas, but Buffy can change theirs up a little, a little bit more just because it is fantasy. Yeah. So there's an entire episode where it's called the Zeppo, and pretty much the idea, the plan, the basis behind it is: Willow's a witch, Buffy's a slayer, Giles is the Watcher, Angel's a vampire, Xander's just a guy. And they're like, we're dealing with this really big level threat. We don't have time to to have Xander fuck around with us. So they kind of like ditch him for the episode to do their own thing, not to be rude, but like they're super busy. It's like end of the world shit, and Xander gets hooked into his own story by himself and there's like fucking zombies and they're, they're making a bomb to blow up the school and he has to stop it. <laughs> and he, the, the team doesn't know because they're in the school at the same time trying to stop this actual, like it will end the fucking world monster thing at the same time that Xander's like down in the basement disarming a bomb. And it's the whole story is like, okay. every time you cut to the other characters, they're all like, you know, yeah, you should, you know, people should be with their loved ones. This is, this is probably it. We don't think we can stop this. It's like, they're jumping to the, like, end of the show levels of drama for how bad things have gotten, but you're not seeing any of the context to build them up to it. And it's okay. just this great little dropping in like, oh, that does sound interesting, but we're too, we're over here with Xander who's buying a sports car to, to impress some hot chicks. <laughs> like it's okay. Pretty, yeah. But they, they can play around with that. Whereas, I mean, I like house, but until he has a mental breakdown, it's literally, is it lupus? It's never lupus. What if this time it was lupus? Like every episode. <laughs> Unless. Oh, this could be it. <laughs> 
I say that there was an episode where he got a janitor to fill in for the team, so we have someone to bounce off. And the janitor starts with, well, can we go ahead and rule out lupus? Because he's been around them so many times. He just knows that it won't be that. Oh, well, that's that, I think. Well done. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram at Second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash second take. You can also follow my own Twitter, which is at Jordan MSPP. Um, yeah, and follow me on Twitter as well, Bastion underscore James. If you want to jump to our website, secondtakepodcast.com. Send us an email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to financially support the show, we do have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash second take. I also do accept cash bribes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We'll Unmarked. Your what? Unmarked bills, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm going to burn one of them. In a paper bag in the park. <laughs> um, and then finally you'll get your daughter back. Um, <laughs> we'll be back on Monday with what should be The Princess Bride, I believe. So that's exciting. Or Bond or another film. Yeah, we're still Who working knows? on that. There'll be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Check your feed and find out what it is. The only thing I can say for almost certain is the film before this review was Moon. <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right, we'll be back on Monday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.